Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Lutte, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 174 of the Big Mouth Small Words podcast. We are back. It didn't even take two months. <laughs> like, I'm back. I'm ready to go. Um, so the last show, we went over the AFC East. We went over the NFC South. I'm not sure why I did it that way, but that's the way I did it. And this week, we are going over the AFC South and the AFC West divisions. I have gotten a lot of hate last week uh, about some of my picks for each division and the win totals for the teams. I got to say, I can't wait to post all of my stuff on BigMouthSmallWords.com so that I can show everyone later in the year how right I am and have been. <laughs> I can't wait to rub it in everyone's face. It's going to be fantastic. So let us start with the AFC South, okay? The number four team of this division and the worst team in football is the Houston Texans. This is pretty obvious. Um, and you know what's nuts, though? When I was going over everything, it's crazy to think not long ago that the Houston Texans were like running that division. You had Deshaun Watson, you had DeAndre Hopkins dominating on the offensive side, you had Davian Clowney, you had JJ Watt dominating on the defensive side. And then you fast forward, they let Hopkins and, and Clowney go for a bucket of footballs. And then, you know, they lose Will Fuller this year, they lose JJ Watt. And Watson is still around, but I mean, for how long? And even if he stays, I mean, with all the legal allegations that he's got, he could be out for a couple of years. So I don't know, man. Uh, they picked up Tyra Taylor. <laughs> so good for them. Maybe they're going to make something out of that. Uh, he's not great, but he's something. They uh, actually did get Philip Lindsay, who's a decent running back. They got Dante Moncrief, who's a meh wide receiver at best. And uh, none of these moves are going to move the needle at all. So... Um, I mean, when I look at this team and I'm like, how are they going to win games? They got to run the ball. Uh, the, the line is not amazing, but the running backs are pretty good. They're sneaky. Good. They've got Mark Ingram. They've got David Johnson. They've got Rex Burkhead. They've got legitimately the Island of misfit running backs. <laughs> like I would say that all of them are pretty good. I would say they're also past their prime. And I would say that, oh, it's just a weird backfield there. And, of course, as I said, they've got Lindsay on that, too. So um, what does Vegas have them at? Vegas has their season win total at four. Wow, four is not a lot. I am almost tempted to take the over because four is low as hell. I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the schedule, and I just I don't see how they win games. <laughs> Unless they sneak in a few wins early and then they get a few wins because teams don't care at the end of the season. But, oh, in games that matter, they're not going to win. Yeah, I'm taking the under because the team sucks in too many ways. That's just the way it goes. Um, and I did 
very quickly before I get to number three. I did get some people that complained about the format. I'm sorry, guys. I'm doing the music stuff. I'm also going to be trying to do this. And, uh, yeah, it, it just kind of is what it is with that because I've got to get through all these before September 12th because that's when football's back and all that. So I have to do it this way. And I will try to be better in the future. Uh, it brings me to the number three team in the AFC South, the upstart Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually like what they have on offense. On offense, I said. Obviously, they drafted Trevor Lawrence, and he was the unanimous number one pick. So you would like to think that he is going to be pretty decent. And they did lose uh, Travis, not going to say his last name because I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, to a season-ending injury. He was supposed to be good, but I don't think he was going to do much, man. They have James Robinson. James Robinson is a beast. He's a monster in the backfield, and he's going to be good again. So, you know, it's still Robinson season over there. They added Marvin Jones at wide receiver, former Bengal, and a guy that is sneaky good. He's always pretty decent. He's not elite, but he's pretty good. And I feel that way about a lot of their guys. I like their wide receivers. I like Chenault Jr. I like DJ Chark. I like what they got going on there. So I think the offense is going to be fine. I think they're going to put up some points this year, but the defense is not very good. And, um, man, you know, Vegas has them at 6.5, and I can't. You know, the Bengals is the quest for seven, but the, the Jags are not the superior cat, and they will lose because of that. I'm going to take the under. I don't think they're getting to seven wins. So, sorry, Jaguars. But you know what? In the future, they can get it going. Number two in this division. Pretty tough for me, actually. I went back and forth on this one because you've got the Colts and then you've got the Titans. And honestly, I like what both teams have going. I mean, in the end, I put the Colts at number two. And the only reason that I did that is because of their quarterback situation. You've got newly acquired quarterback Carson Wentz. I think he's a great fit for the team. I think that if he is healthy, he can put them over the top. But man, is he ever really healthy? Always injury concerns with him, man. And I, I can't put a team that I don't know if their quarterback's going to be there at the end in first. I just can't do it. Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't give the Colts a shot to make a run this year. I think the Colts are a damn good team. They're bringing back a dominant offensive line. They have had some injuries, but they still have a pretty damn good offensive line, uh, which automatically makes them contenders in my book. They they have a solid backfield with Marlon Mack. They've got Jonathan Taylor, who was an absolute monster last year. They re-signed longtime number one wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton. I'm not sure what he has left in the tank, but it's enough to do something. You pair him with Pittman Jr. You've got Pascal. Two decent young wide receivers. I like the offense if Wentz is healthy. I'll say it a million times. Um, but with the Colts, what makes that team so dangerous is not the offense. It's the freaking defense. I mean, they were winning games with freaking Phillip Rivers last year, and that dude threw like a duck. So the Colts are solid everywhere, but drafting Quiddy Pay, Dude, I thought the Patriots were going to be all over him. Obviously, they got Mac Jones. That was a great pick. <laughs> but... uh before I knew they were in the running for a quarterback, I thought this guy would be a perfect Patriot. And having him next to DeForest Buckner, shut, shut the hell up. I mean, that's a hell of a combination right there. 
And I think they're going to cause havoc in the backfield. They got good corners. I, I like a lot what the Colts have going. Vegas has their win total at 9.5. So Vegas, hey, they know. They know the Colts are coming. I'm really torn on this one because <sighs> Wentz, God damn. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. I'm reluctant to do it, but I'm going to take the over. If Wentz is healthy, they hit that number easy, man. It's tough to know, but I think the Colts do well this year. I like their team. I'm going over, over. Uh, But my number one team, obviously now, and the division winner is going to be the Tennessee Titans. Decent offensive line, all-star running back in Derrick Henry. We all know Derrick Henry is an absolute beast. He is a mismatch for any defense. The acquisition of Julio Jones and pairing him with A.J. Brown is insane. I mean, we're pretty much, the Titans are playing Madden right now. It's not real. It's just fantasy world. It's Madden. And uh, so obviously, I mean, I don't need to keep going. The offense is going to be solid. I think that the defense will let up some points, but I think that defense is also going to create a lot of turnovers and that offense is going to cash in, man. They lose Clowney. But they acquired Bud Dupree. They also got uh, cornerback Janoris Jenkins. And they drafted Caleb Farley, who looked good. I like Caleb Farley. So I think the Titans do well enough to win. Vegas has their win total at nine, which almost makes me feel like they are edging the Colts to be the division leaders. But they won't be. I'm going to pound the absolute hell out of this. That is my easiest, like... Of the season so far, of what I've gone over, the Titans over nine is like the easiest pick I can make. I mean, they could literally have me at quarterback, and with that offensive line and Derrick Henry, we'd win 10 games. <laughs> I promise you. I would be throwing ducks left and right to Julio Jones and A.J. Brown looking good. I'd pretty much be Andy Dalton. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, but, yeah, number one team in that division, Tennessee Titans. That's the way it's going to go. Now that's the AFC South. And we get to move on here to the AFC West, or if you're watching SpongeBob, the AFC West. And this division has an obvious winner, but it's still a pretty damn fun division to go over, man. And I didn't know that until I really started digging into this division. And I think I'm going to shock a couple people at the end here. Now at number four and last in the AFC West, it's the Vegas Raiders. And for a last place team, you got to know this division is on the rise, man. When this is the last place team, they're pretty good. I mean, there's a decent amount of things that I like about this team. It's mostly on the offensive side of the ball, but still, man, you, you've got a decent quarterback in Derek Carr, okay? You've got a beast running back in Josh Jacobs. You add Kenyon Drake into the mix, into the backfield. I love that backfield now. With Josh Jacobs, he'll be able to actually uh, rest a little bit, get Kenyon Drake in there for the short yardage plays. Their tight end is top five in the league. I mean, Darren Waller is is one of the best at the position at tight end. Um, they lost top wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, but they replaced him with John Brown. So I don't think there's much of a drop-off there. They also added Yannick Ngakwe. It's going to help the pass rush. The defense last year, man, they let up an average of 29.9 points a game. You're not going to win a lot of games doing that. And to be honest with you guys, I don't think it'll be that bad, but I don't think it'll be that much better. I think they're probably still going to be letting up 25, 26 points a game. 
Um, and the thing that, that sucks about that team is I didn't love what the Raiders did in the draft. Leatherwood. I just, I think they reached on too many players. Uh, classic Gruden with his film. So, you know what? I'll take his word on it. But to me, I didn't love what they did in the draft. Uh, but time will tell. We will see what happens. Vegas has Vegas has Vegas <laughs> at 6.5 wins. And I'm going to, you know, dude, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over because I just, I like what that team, that team is going to have fight and I, and I'll, I'll do that. So, uh, wow. The Raiders have a quest for seven. There's a lot of quests for sevens here. So that puts me to the number three team. This is going to surprise the hell out of people, but I'm taking the LA charges at number three. And I know, I know that Justin Herbert is good, but I think what he did last year, and please don't be yelling, don't be punching your steering wheels, don't be going crazy here, okay? I'm not saying Justin Herbert's bad. He is good. But I think what he did last year, and all the credit that he got was a little overrated, the Chargers blew leads of 11 points or more four times. They lost to some teams that they should have beat. I mean, damn, Cam, a Cam Newton-led Patriots team Smoked him like by 40 points. So he did throw a lot of touchdowns and, and he aired it out. But you have to also remember, he was getting half of those stats because they were getting they were getting reamed. They were getting smacked up. So I think people, you know, want to believe that this team is going to like go off and make the playoffs. And I just think they need to relax. So I know that, listen, they got weapons for days. Keenan Allen's one of the best wide receivers in football. Mike Williams is fantastic. He's very underrated. Austin Eckler looks to be back. He looks to be healthy. So we got to think that that's it. I like that they added tight end Jared Cook. Um, and I love that they drafted uh, Rashawn Slater to protect Herb. I want to say I, I don't think they're going to be bad because I know people are going to give me crap about this. I know that on the Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast, you guys are going to be going nuts. But I want to say one more time, I don't think the Chargers are going to be bad. I just don't think they should have as much hype as they do now. Now, Vegas has the Chargers at 9.5. So Vegas, once again, is is thinking the way that most people do, that they're going to be very good. I don't, I know 10 and 7 doesn't seem like a lot. And maybe they make 10 and 7, but I'll tell you one thing. If they do get that over, they're literally only going 10 and 7. They're not get, They're not doing anything better than that. So I'm actually going to go under. I'm going to say that they win nine games. I don't think that they get to 10. I don't think they're going double digits. And that's where I'm going. And uh, <laughs> my number two team in this division is the Denver Broncos. And I can hear the gasps <laughs> coming from my listeners. I hear people going nuts. I, I can see the headlines. I get it. Everyone's going to lose their minds on me. And I'll I'm going to say this right now. This take could be a year early. This take could burn me later. But I'm going with it. I don't give a damn. I'm going crazy. Big mouth, small words is going crazy with these picks. When the Broncos are at their best, they're using their home field advantage. They are a run heavy team and they play ball hawk defense. That is how the Denver Broncos are when they are at their best. I like the way they're building this team. 
I don't give a crap what people, I don't care what you guys think. I like the way they're building the team. They re-signed Justin Simmons at safety. Ball hawking, baby. They signed cornerbacks Ronald Darby and Kyle Fuller in the offseason, and then they drafted Patrick Sertain the second, who looks like a lockdown corner. I saw him get a pick six in preseason that I was like, damn, this dude looks as advertised. Do not expect that you're going to throw much on them. And I mean, hey, you can run on them, <laughs> so that's a thing. But I think that that fits right into their team, man, because I like their running game. I think... Listen, I'm getting ahead of myself. Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Then you draft Javante Williams behind him. Vegas has him at eight and a half wins. That shows how good Vegas thinks that they're going to be. And I'm taking the over here. I think the Broncos are going to surprise a lot of people. Do I think they're going to go way over eight? No. I think they're literally going to go nine. I think they're going to get nine, ten wins. Nine or ten wins is what they're probably going to do. And uh, I know Bridgewater's not the answer answer, but I think he's more than capable of playing a good enough game. He looked good in the preseason with um, Cortland Sutton coming back. I like that they re-signed Patrick. I, I like what the Broncos have going. Their offensive weapons are legit, and uh, they're going to play a grinded-out game. And if they can produce some turnovers, man, I like what they're doing there in Denver. So that's my pick there. The number one team, it's not a shock. It's it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's because they have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, do I, do I really even need to go over this one? I'm not going to because it's ridiculous. And I don't need to. Um, what is their over-under? 12 and a half? That's actually nuts. There's no way. Uh, pound the over. <laughs> pound the over. It doesn't matter. They, they literally pound the over no matter what. It's the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. They got they got the league on their side. They got the face of the franchise. They got the face of the NFL. They're, they're going to be good. There's no question about that. They're getting over 13 wins. So there you go. I just went over all of that. And once again, I'm, I'm going to end this by telling the people football is very close. I mean, I, I got to get these out before the 12th. So... I know I'm going a little rapid fire. I know that normally I would do this like a whole month before and I would go division, division. I got to do two at a time. Um, but hey, I really quickly at the end of this, I probably should have done this in the beginning. But uh, the breaking news that went earlier, I almost even went live on Instagram. That's how crazy this was. Cam Newton, no longer being a Patriot blows my freaking mind and you know the thing that's nuts is it shouldn't this is vintage bill belichick i mean and and by the way to anyone that is like cam got done dirty go to bed go to bed go sh f off you're an idiot and and honestly it's it's embarrassing fucking embarrassing it is fucking embarrassing it's fucking it's embarrassing it really is because Bill gave him every chance. And you know what? To Cam Newton's credit, I'm going to say this right now. He handled this whole situation pretty well. He got a little pouty here and there. But uh, I don't come out of this thinking. I used to think that he was a diva and I didn't like him. And I mean, it's not his fault that his shoulder betrayed him and he doesn't have an arm anymore. And, you know, he tried to do the right thing with, with play. I don't think he played that bad in the preseason. But as soon as he... I think Bill looked at him and went, listen, you don't have to get the vaccination. But 
if you start missing time because of it, you're our quarterback. And we're not going to go through a whole season not knowing if you're going to play or not. Because as soon as he got that COVID scare, as soon as there was the quote-unquote misunderstanding, there was no misunderstanding. Uh, He's gone. So, hell yeah that Bill Belichick is back. You know, the dude spends all that money in the offseason. And he just does all this shit that he would have never done. He would he's he has his balls on the table, baby. He's ready to go. He spent all that money in free agency. He loaded up the defense. He gets his guy, Mac Jones, at 15. He cuts Cam Newton, and now he's going with the kid. And by the way, I'm friggin' terrified. <laughs> I mean, listen, it is no secret that. You know, I'm a Bengals fan. I'm also a Patriots fan. I'm, I'm more a Bengals fan than a Patriots fan. I'm going to say that right now. But from New England, I, I, I root for the Patriots. This is so scary. I mean, with Tom Brady, I knew, like, they're going to be there. They're going to win games. They're going to do this. With Mac Jones, he looks the part. I love that doughy, that doughy bastard. I really do. I think he's great. I love him a hell of a lot more than Cam Newton. He can throw a football. But the thing that scares me is like week four, ooh, against Tom Brady, he is going to put the stamp. He's going to put that beat down on that kid. I hope it doesn't scare him. I hope it doesn't change him. I hope he doesn't see ghosts like Sam Darnold. I'm just nervous, man. This is a lot to put on that kid's plate real early. And uh, you know what, though? My buddy Colin brought up a good point. If you're going to throw a kid into the fire, it's great to have a really good offensive line. It's great to have a really good running game, a phenomenal defense, and, you know, the best head coach of all time. So, I mean, I, I don't really feel bad for Mac Jones when I state all those facts and I start to really think about it. But um, if you're a Patriots fan, be pumped. Be happy. Because no matter what happens this year, you're at least going to know what the hell's going on. If you went into this year and you played Cam Newton, you would have had a whole nother year where you would have been like, well, what could have happened? Now, oh, it's just happening. Uh, the only criticism I'm going to give the Patriots is uh, Gardner Minshew. If you, were gonna, if you were feeling like this was a possibility, I don't know why you didn't get Gardner Minshew. I don't. Because he went for a sixth rounder, dude. You could have given up a sixth and got him. And then you would have had an actual backup because Brian Hoyer is a backup. Hell to the no. When I saw that dude play against the Chiefs last year and he forgot that he didn't have a timeout and he butchered it, the only thing I thought he was good for was situational game manager. I mean, it's literally your job, man. And he blew it. So I'm more than done with Hoyer. Um, And yeah, Cam. Wow, I can't believe Cam's gone. So that's how I'm going to end this. At the end of all of these football picks, I'm going to go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. I'm going to post on there all the NFL season win totals, what I think is going to happen. I'm obviously going to post all that on the uh, uh, Instagram at BigMouthSmallWordsPodcast. So look at that. And I'll end it once again by saying go to at BigMouthSmallWordsPodcast on Instagram. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com, as I just said. There's a lot more in the works. I'm going to get those other divisions in for you. And thank you for listening. I really appreciate it.
fucking embarrassing.